1: This is Corey Dillon. This is Isaiah Stanback. This is Elijah Jackson.
0: Hi, I'm Kevin Dozier. Hi, Dixon. My name is Lincoln Kennedy. My name is Jonah Coleman. What's up, everyone? It's Cam Cleland. This is Cody Pickett. I'm Eric Bjornson. This is Tyler Owens, the director of stringing conditioning for Washington football. Listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And this is the Bow Down Podcast. And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And
2: you all listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
0: And I'm listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. 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 And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Thank you for listening. listening. Listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You are listening to the Bow Down
1: Podcast, and it's coming from the legend, the one and only, one of one.
0: And you are listening to the Bow Down Podcast right here, right now.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Bow Down Podcast, the Believe Network Authority on all things Washington Huskies football. I'm Joe McGrath, and with me, as always, is my co-host, John Garris. John, we got ourselves a winner with us today. Our next guest comes to Mottlake as a member of Coach Jed Fish's coaching staff. He was with Arizona Football as the Director of Strength and Conditioning for the last three seasons as a part of Coach Fish's staff there. Prior to his time with the Wildcats, he was the strength coach and formerly a linebacker with the Alabama Crimson Tide under and alongside Coach Nick Saban. As a linebacker from 2011 to 2014, he assisted the Tide capturing a pair of SEC championships and a pair of national championships, posting a 48-6 and record while on the roster. Joining as a coach prior to the 2015 season, Alabama won three more national championships, and four more SEC titles while amassing a record of 79-6. and As a member of that strength staff, he helped train 48 NFL draft picks and a pair of Heisman Trophy winners in Derrick Henry and Devontae Smith, one of the newest members of the Washington Huskies football staff. It gives me great pleasure to introduce Director of Strength and Conditioning, Tyler Owens, to the Bow Down Podcast. Coach, welcome to Seattle. Welcome to the Bow Down Podcast. How are we doing today?
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you got me fired up over here. I'm ready to go now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, you, you joining us on this podcast has us filed up fired up as well. So um, my first question I gotta ask you in your travels from Arizona to Seattle, does TSA give you issues for all those rings you got? Are you getting stuck <laughs> all the time?
0: Uh, not too much, you know, I mean, I think that there's one goal now and that's to go win one here. So
1: oh, absolutely. Absolutely. all right. So real first question, we all know about the massive changes that have been happening in the last few weeks with the Washington football program, uh, including coach fish himself coming in from Arizona to be the guy, what made you decide to follow him to Montlake? What is it about him? that he does or did as a coach that made you join his staff twice for two different programs?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think one of the most important things when you're with a head coach is, you know, what does their vision look like, you know? uh, And then, you know, we got to see our, our vision come to fruition over at Arizona, which was pretty special. So, you know, I think just getting to be with a head coach who has similar beliefs um, that I have um, and and then going to implement it and see it come to fruition was pretty special to be a part of and just really believing in what he does as a head coach and the way he, the way he operates our entire organization and our program. And then just the support he's given me since the time that I've started working with him, you know, there's, there's, it doesn't happen often that you have alignment from the head coach all the way throughout the entire building and to be able to have his support and his belief and backing and everything we do. Uh, you know, when we walked in Arizona, we were able to redo the entire weight room. Um, and it was, it was a huge part because of his belief in support and support in the development of our players. You know, he talks to our team a lot about becoming a pro and being the 33rd NFL team. Um, and that's a huge thing for him with his background in the NFL and the amount of NFL head coaches he's worked for that have gone on to be Hall of Famers or some of the best coaches in the NFL. Um, you know, he's seen it done at a high level at the NFL. And I've been fortunate to see it done at a, at a high level in college football. And we've kind of taken those approaches and and blended those together, and really try to teach every every player that we've come in contact with of what it looks like to be a pro, to be a winner, um, and really kind of led them in that direction. And when you and when you have a head coach and and a head strength coach that kind of have alignment and have a vision that's similar and 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 believe in the same things, then it makes your job and your life um, a lot easier when you got to go to work every day and you know that you have the support of a head coach, and and you're able to go do the things that you want to do that's going to lead to success.
2: you come from almost a decade of being a player under and then being a coach alongside arguably the greatest college, if not overall football coach of all time, Nick Saban. Talk to me about your time at Alabama, what Nick Saban is really like, and if you have any favorite stories about your time either playing for or working alongside Coach Saban.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably similar to all the things that a lot of people have said, you know, in the recent time here since he's retired is just, you know, there's a high standard um, over there. And really, it's just about doing your job. If you do your job and you do what you're supposed to do um, and you're consistent and you have discipline, I I think the sky's the limit in terms of what kind of success you can have. And I think that's one of the biggest things that you learn about being a part of that program with Coach Saban and just the teams that I was a part of and the players I was around is is the guys that believed in, you know, just living to that standard that he preached about every single day and and just really getting better each day Um, and being consistent about your work and having discipline. I think that's the biggest things that you saw that led all the guys to success and led our teams to success was, you know, all the things that he talked about each day and each year – it led to success when you bought into it and believed it and attacked it each day. And then when it comes to, you know, memories, I think, you know, it's, it's hard to point out one, obviously with just being a part of so many special times, you know, I think it'd be one from each year that you would try to point out. And I just think, you know, I do think that the 2020 COVID season um, my last year there uh, I think that was a really special team and special group to be a part of. Um, You know, we had guys, we had guys and players that were hosting lift groups at their house in their, in their own garages. Cause we couldn't lift at the facility. Um, you know, they set up cold tubs and they literally were calling guys on the team and say, Hey, we got a lift group coming in at six, another group of guys coming in at eight. Um, you know, I mean, just seeing the kind of impact that you can have and getting guys to believe in something. And then, you know, when you get, when you hit, get hit with adversity like COVID or something that comes up that nobody expects and you see, a team come together and then you, you see the result accumulate on the field of COVID of a crazy year and a crazy season. And you see the way those guys worked and bonded together through that, you know, that was pretty special. Um, you know, I think 2012, my, my sophomore f- uh, season uh, went in back to back down in Miami against Notre Dame. I mean, just how special that was. Um, you know, there, there's just a lot to point out, but really it was just fortunate to be, a part of a lot of great teams and a lot of great uh, and a lot of great years there uh, because of the people that I was surrounded with, not just coach Saban, but some of the players, coach Cochran, who I worked for, for many years, coach, uh, coach Baloo, who came in there my last year and made a really big impact on me, you know, so it was a lot of the, a lot of uh, special moments, but certainly special people as well that made it really special.
1: Uh, So you kind of touched on this next question already briefly, but, If our calculations are correct and the math adds up, you have six SEC championships and five national championships to your name combined, both as a player and a coach. Do you have a favorite one? Which one would you say was the hardest to accomplish? And you were saying a couple teams already, but any uh, most memorable game you played in or you coached in?
0: Um, most memorable game that I that I was a player for was the was the Iron Bowl of 2014. Um my last game in Bryant Denny. It was just a special moment. It was an incredible game. You know, I got to play a couple plays on special teams towards the end. And you know, that was a really special moment. Um then I think as as a coach, I think obviously one of the crazier games of you know, some of those games against Georgia uh with Tua and Jalen. I think yeah. those were some pretty crazy special games that obviously you'll never forget that, you know, it's just, you couldn't write it, you couldn't write it um, any better than how it happened and getting to see those kids and the way our teams battled. And then, you know, I think, like I said, 2020 was pretty special in its own um, in its own unique way of, of how the season played out and going through COVID and still be able to find a way to win. So those was quite a few special moments. And I think, you know, I'm just very fortunate and blessed to got to be a part of some of those te- uh, teams and players. And get to be around some awesome people
2: coach alongside you and coach fish we've seen a ton of other talent make the migration north from arizona to seattle Uh, last week we had jonah coleman on the podcast talking about the pro style system that you were alluding to before that coach fish you the rest of the staff implemented in arizona that turned that program around in three years jonah coleman said you know it just doesn't it's not natural to go one and eleven, then five and seven, and then ten and three in a three-year window. It's not something that happens. What is it that differentiates us? Because now it's us being part of the Washington <laughs> program from other programs, colleges and universities across the country. What is it that you and Coach Fish, the rest of the staff, and those, you know, transplanted wildcats coming up north are going to kind of already know? that the rest of us Washington Huskies are going to see come this, this fall.
0: Yeah. um, You know, I think it comes down for me uh, and I've told our guys this probably three or four times already is my number one job. And really I'll tell any guy that I work with that I'm fortunate enough to work with is my number one job is to make, is to make them become the best they can possibly be uh, and reach their fullest potential. That's my number one job. And I'll tell you that me and the staff that I have in my room are going to do every single thing possible to make sure that gets accomplished. You know, when these guys walk in the door um, and when I walked in the door, I gave them a goal sheet and, you know, I had them write out their goals and their visions and their dreams and everything they could ever dream of accomplishing. And, you know, I gave it to them. And then once they wrote them down, I want to see them. I want to know them because whatever their goals, dreams, and aspirations are, That's my goals and dreams. That's what I want to accomplish. That's what I set out for. And that's my staff's goals and dreams. So, you know, our number one job is to make sure that they accomplish every single thing that they could ever dream of. And then the, my second response, my responsibility is to make sure that our team has success and, you know, being willing to do anything and everything to make sure that our team succeeds at the highest level, you know? So I think that's the biggest thing is like just, you know, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to, you know, have championships. Everybody wants to get drafted in the first round, but, you know, I think you have to be willing to do what it takes to win. You have to be willing to do what it takes to win a championship. And so for me, I just think that my room and the staff that I have is we're going to do every single thing possible to make sure that we can accomplish that. And then just from coach fish and the, and the rest of the the Arizona staff that we have in place and the people in the building is, is it's some of the best people that you'll ever meet, um, you know, from coach fish, to our our offensive of coordinator and O-line coach, Brendan Carroll, to our running backs coach, Scotty G, uh, to our receiver coach, KC, and our DBs coach, Jay Rich. I mean, you, the pow-pow and our tight ends coach and Kafusi. Like, you can just go down the list. And it's not very often that you work for an entire building uh, that has just great people. Um, and that's the most important thing is they're great people, but they're also outstanding football coaches – who have spent a lot of time in the NFL, who've coached a lot of great players. I mean, you talk about Scotty Graham played running back at Ohio State, spent some time in the NFL. You talk about uh, BC, who's been with the Seahawks with his dad for some time. Coach Fish, who's worked for, uh, as you know, some of the greatest NFL coaches. So I think when you combine, you know, a lot of great people and you have great coaches, uh, I think it leads to a lot of really, really great things. And then and then the other side of that is going to get great players in the building that are, that are high character, high quality kids. And I think we were really fortunate enough to do that at Arizona, which is a huge piece of why we had great success was we had great coaches as people and we had great players as people that were, you know, some of the highest character kids I've been around who just believed and bought in everything we asked them to do. And so I think that's our vision here is we're going to, you know, try to surround ourselves with great character kids and kids that want to be a part of this program and want to be a part of what we're going to try to do here at Washington. And then, you know, go get everything, go give it everything we got to make sure that that gets accomplished.
1: I'm pretty sure after every single time you you talk about something, I just get fired up and I'm ready to play for you myself. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on. I love it. I swear. All right. So, Usually we do a hot seat question on our show called Bow Down to the Hot Seat, where we have our guests name their top five players ever to play at the position, their respective position. Um, so to switch it up, we'd love to hear either the top five players that you played alongside or the top five players that you have coached.
0: Oh, this is a tough one.
2: <laughs> no wrong answers with your track record, coach. You
1: could do three if you don't if you don't don't want to do five. You could do three if you want to put some honorable mentions after five. You could do that.
0: All right. So, to ask the question again, so I have a little bit of time to think and make sure I'm giving you the right answer here.
1: <laughs> so, we would love to hear your top five players that you either played alongside or the top five players that you have coached.
0: Hmm. That's a tough one. Well, I don't think I could say a right answer because if I say somebody, I'm going to leave somebody out. So <laughs> I'm going to try to do this maybe in the in the best way possible. I'm trying to think top five players I've played or coached with. You know, I'll say, you know, one, uh, one of my favorite all-time players or a couple of favorite all-time players was definitely, uh, you know, I just I really un- enjoyed watching, you know, like the Jalen Waddles of the world. I mean, he was an undersized guy, you know, played slot, super athletic guy, but just – I mean, he's got the heart of a lion and just plays with everything he has every time he steps on the field. And really kind of same like Devontae Smith. I mean, everybody talked about how skinny he was and small guy, this and that. And, you know, never stopped him, never phased him, and the guy's just an ultimate competitor. Um, and then, you know, I, uh, Derek Henry is just a weight room warrior, so obviously as a strength coach you love being around a dude like that. And then, you know, I think – Without a doubt, I can't not it, I can't not bring up, you know, some of my guys that I was fortunate to work with in Arizona. You know, I mean, Jordan Morgan is just a, a, a very special individual that'll probably get drafted here in the top 15, top 20 this this draft. Uh, you know, Jacob Cowing, you know, another kid that's just undersized, under under-recruited, showed up to us from UTEP and came and had, you know, two, two unbelievable years with us, thousand-yard receiving, leading the pack 12, all the type numbers. Um and Mike Wiley, those three guys from. Uh, and, and actually, I, I have to name one more. I'll get. I won't hear the end of it. But Mike Wiley and Tanner McLaughlin. I mean, those four guys that are leaving the program this year. Uh, outstanding humans uh, did everything you could ever dream and ask for, and you know they they believed in everything we told them, and they're also phenomenal people as as well as players who I think will have very successful NFL careers. So some of those are some of the top guys I've been around. Uh, but, you know, I could, I could, you know, I could go on and on about, you know, C.J. Mosley and 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 just the next one after the next one. But those are some of the guys that, you know, that I just think of uh, off the top of my head that really stuck out.
2: Coach, before we kick it to you to kind of plug or talk about anything you'd like, we just want to know, what can we expect from you and the rest of the staff and team this offseason and going into the upcoming season? What can we
0: expect – from our Washington Huskies. Yeah. I mean, I think I kind of talked about it a little bit, but I think for sure from my staff and myself is you can expect that we're going to do every single thing possible to make sure that these kids succeed. And then also that our football team succeeds and, and we're going to do everything we can to win championships and bring and, and make this place a, a special place. And, and, you know, we get back to where they just took this team and, and then end up on top. You know, I think that's obviously our mission. That's obviously our goal. And we're going to do everything we can to try to do that, make sure that we accomplish that. But the most important thing is, you know, we want our kids to to, to walk like pros, to act like pros and to be a pro and, and not just on the football field, but in life and how they carry themselves. So be a pro in the community, be a pro in the classroom, be a pro in, you know, after their career in football and getting a job. You know, so I think that's our ultimate vision and mission is is to try to teach them how to be a pro in all aspects of their life. And then, you know, in terms of, like, how we want to be as a football team and as a football program, I think Coach Fish will tell you, you know, we want to be physically and mentally tough. You know, last year we won the fourth quarter at Arizona 141 to 75. You know, we want to be known as a team that finishes. Uh, And that's a big emphasis is what we do in the offseason of how we practice, of how we play, and how we do every single thing the way we do, is we want to be a team that finishes. Then when the game's on the line that we can be a team that finishes – we want to be tough and we want to be physical. Um, and you know, we want to, we want that to be displayed in how we play the football game. But I think obviously if if you've ever watched coach fish's offense is we want to be explosive, you know, it don't matter who gets back there at quarterback or what receivers out there. Um, there's going to be a thousand yard receiver and there's going to be, uh, uh, quite a, quite a high, high yardage and touchdown yard, uh, touchdowns of, of a passer, you know, because that's how he operates and runs his offense as a, as an elite offensive mind as he is. So, you know, I think that's the things that we want people to see when they think about uh, the university of Washington football and university of Washington football players is, you know, we want to be special. We want to win championships, but we also want to uh, be, have a team uh, full of pros that do things the right way on and off the field.
1: That That's, that's great stuff. All right. So floor is yours. Anything else you want to add, anything you want to plug, where can, Husky nation, our bow down podcast listeners find you on social media.
0: Yeah. Uh, honestly, I probably need to look that up. I can't even tell you off the top of my head. I need to be better. about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is T O N zero three, four. And I believe my Twitter handle or X, whatever you want to call it these days is the exact same thing. T O N zero three, four. And so if you want to ever follow me, I, I'm not, I don't post a lot other than Washington football, um, You know, try to publicize these guys for the great job they do and how hard they work for me. So if you ever want to check me out there, uh, you can do that for sure.
2: Cool. Coach, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you for your time. Much appreciated. Thank you for coming to Seattle. Um, and we're hoping for nothing but the best for you, the fellow coaches and this team. And all the luck and the best of luck in the future. Absolutely.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I thank you guys for having me on. Um, You know, I'm excited to be here and get to be a part of this special place and special program. You know, when we were first here, we got to uh, meet quite a bit of alumni uh, at an event. And just to see the passion and the support and the belief in this program, it's special to be a part of. And I'm excited and honored to get to represent, you know, Washington and this team and this program. And I'm I'm hopeful and believe that uh, we can do something special here. Awesome. Coach,
2: once again, thank you for your time. Much appreciated. Best of luck this year.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.